Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got team coverage of all the important stories from across the St. Louis region tonight in the all-local St. Louis from KMOX. Our top local story on this Wednesday, July 12th, the investigation into a deadly overnight bus crash takes the next step. Let's get the latest from the newsroom and KMOX's Sean Michael Lyle. Michael, federal investigators arrived tonight at the Greyhound bus crash site on I-70, about 25 miles east of St. Louis. National Transportation Safety Board member Tom Chapman says they'll be looking at how the bus came to strike a semi, killing three passengers and injuring over a dozen more. As for semi-drivers overnighting at exits... Rest area safety is one of the issues uh, that will be uh, a part of this investigation. Again, we don't know enough uh, to be able to say with certainty that that's what occurred. Chapman will be on scene starting tomorrow and says the on-site investigation will last about a week. This whole thing could have been, I believe, prevented. Metro East Congressman Mike Bost is a former trucker himself. He sponsored legislation for the past decade to fund the construction of dedicated semi-truck parking spaces. He tells KMOX that right now tractor-trailer drivers have to park where there's room. It's a constant fear for them if they've had to pick a parking spot like I'm sure these three did that, you know, every every few moments another vehicle is going by you, quite often a truck, now a bus, uh, then other cars. And so you're constantly setting in a vehicle that you're not seeing what's coming at you at any given time. Stay tuned for my complete conversation with Congressman Mike Bost about his proposal. The federal government and companies responsible for nuclear bomb production and atomic waste storage sites in the St. Louis area in the mid-20th century were aware of health risks, spills, improperly stored contaminants, and other problems, but often ignored them, according to documents reviewed by the Associated Press. Consider a 1966 government inspection report on a site in St. Louis County, which noted that in a number of places along the roadway, material that later tested positive for radioactivity appeared to have fallen from vehicles. A follow-up inspection three months later found the material was still sitting on the road. The company, Continental Mining and Milling, said it was having trouble with the contractor, a lone man who used a shovel and broom to pick up the atomic waste and put it in a pickup truck. The company was not penalized. There's also a May 27, 1966 memo that notes an inspector found a pile of uranium material 30 feet wide, 100 feet long, and nearly 8 feet high that was not in a secure area behind fencing and a locked gate. The AP review didn't uncover evidence of criminal wrongdoing. What it did find were repeated instances where companies, contractors, or the government could have addressed significant problems but didn't. Beth Coglin, KMOX News. Susie Gaffney, a resident who lives near Coldwater Creek, says they never had a warning and were always told it was safe. We started hearing that there were still some toxins that were in the creek. We knew that there had been waste farther away, but we had no idea that it affected the creek, especially coming this far into these neighborhoods. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley is promising to introduce legislation to force the federal government to pay for health care and cleanup costs due to the radioactive contamination across the St. Louis area. He said in floor remarks today, it's only fair. This has been going on for decades, and too many members of our community have already been lost to cancer, to disease, to the hazards that were imposed on them by their government. The senator did not offer specifics on his proposal, but said he was tired of the Department of Energy and Army Corps of Engineers pointing fingers at each other over responsibility. Some new information, but still several unanswered questions about yesterday's triple shooting in the quiet St. Louis Hills area.
St. Louis Police Lieutenant Donna Garrett clarified the actual shooting happened inside a car on the parking lot of the Hampton Village Target store. To conduct a transaction. The details of that transaction have not yet been determined. During the course of the ordeal, shots were exchanged. The two 19-year-old men ended up on a parking lot at Hampton and Loran and then went to the lawnmower repair shop at Eichelberger for help where they were transported to the hospital by EMS. Police say the third shooting victim, a 25-year-old man, was taken to the hospital by private conveyance and had an acquaintance with him at the time of the shooting. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. A fourth person now faces charges after a teen was robbed and shot after leaving a Metrolink train. 32-year-old Stephen Marion of Ferguson is jailed on a million-dollar bond. Two other adults and one juvenile also face charges. 19-year-old Jalen Johnson of the Manchester area met with people downtown before he was found dead in Pagedale on Friday. There has been an audit of the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office for two years. State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick says now that Kim Gardner is out. Gabe Gore has has completely you know changed the dynamic in the audit instead of everything going to be a huge fight where we have to issue subpoenas and go to court um you know they've they've basically just opened opened their doors to us fitzpatrick tells kftk his staff has been working on site at the circuit attorney's office and he was just at the office on monday the KMOX business desk amazon prime day is off to a strong start here's jason brooks Adobe Analytics reports that on the first day of the two-day shopping event, Amazon reaped $6.4 billion in sales, up nearly 6% from Prime's first day in 2022 and the biggest online shopping day so far in 2023. Several categories saw huge sales gains, including appliances, toys, apparel, and electronics. As we continue on KMOX, we are continuing to monitor the latest from around Highland, Illinois, uh, and that Greyhound passenger bus crash that involved three tractor trailers that were parked along a highway exit to a rest stop along Interstate 70 in Madison County happened just before 2 a.m. And joining us right now on KMOX is Congressman Mike Bost of the Metro East, who has introduced legislation on multiple occasions that would create designated parking areas for large commercial trucks. Thank you for taking our call, Congressman. Well, Michael, thank you for having me on. You know, this box back then in Madison County was devastating. You know, we've lost three lives. We, we're kind of worried about the ones that are injured. We're, we're hoping and praying for them. But, you know, this is also, this, this whole thing could have been, I believe, prevented. You know, I grew up in the family trucking business. I've spent years driving over the road myself. Um, I knew about the lack of truck parking and problems. Those are problems were identified in Congress as, as early as 20. 20- Oh one, two thousand and one, and drivers are you know are often unable to find safe places to park their vehicle. It forces them to to push that extra mile late into the night to try to find where to pull off. But when they do pull off, it isn't always you know there's other people out there on the road besides them, and 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 quite often those people don't fall under uh, a uh, strict rule as far as log books and everything like that that keeps them in to get them rest. So we've identified the problem early on. I have been carrying this bill for about nine years, eight eight or nine years. Uh, we actually tr- almost got the bill through last year. But what this bill does is it, it, it provides funding for the states uh, to make the investment for more truck parking to try to make the roads safer for everyone, whether it's a, it's the commercial drivers themselves or whether it is the uh, uh, the the, the the just the average driver that's driving their car or their pickup truck or not fall under the, the rules of, of uh, commercial drivers. So, and and this was a case where the bus driver actually falls under the rules of commercial drivers. But once again, had that those vehicles not been parked there, had another place to safely park their vehicle, this could have been avoided. 
Yeah, I think anybody who's gone on a long road trip knows, especially once the sun sets, uh, it can be the shoulders of the roads. It's definitely the exit ramps, even uh, not just at rest stops, but the ramps to get to the rest stops. Even, uh, you know, Walmart parking lots uh, have become havens uh, for drivers to, to get that rest that they need. And, 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 the, and what it is as well is, is that when it is not only unsafe for the commercial driver, it's unsafe for all the traffic that travels up and down our roads. When it can be prevented by creating more uh, areas to make sure that the drivers have an opportunity to pull those vehicles over, to get the stop and rest that they need, and to make sure that that, that uh, commercial vehicle is moved out of, of harm of possible traffic uh, accidents. You're never going to compete. You're never going to cure all of them, but it is to the point now that, you know, the National Tra- Traffic Safety Organization, just so you know, I just got off the phone with them. Um, I work, as soon as we found out about that, I say that I just got off the phone a couple hours ago. Uh, they're working with me on this as well. They they have been in support of my bill, uh, and this, you know, they're, they're going to be on the scene uh, over the next couple of days, making sure to analyze, find out what exactly happened. There's film uh, on the bus that they, they are equipped with cameras. They do not know whether that particular bus uh, was fall, fall under the new regulation of, of seatbelts or, or what was actually going on. Uh, but at any rate, so they, they know that they're working on it as well. Now, some states do have designated spots. Other states seem to just say find a rest area. Um, what, what are you envisioning, I guess? What would this look like? Would it be a separate exit off the interstate that's would, a large No, it would be lot? an expansion of the, your existing. It, it, can, it can be in multiple ways. It can be an expansion of your existing rest area for more truck parking spots that would be available. It can be expansion uh, of a uh, a private facility beside a um, beside a truck stop that would provide more parking but they that truck stop could be involved but not charge so that that there would be more space for the truck stops and that's just it you do want safe places the truck stops do provide a lot safer than than uh, many of the locations off the road where people are trying to find you know you said walmart parking lot not much security at walmart parking lots after certain hours of night so all of this is included in the bill to, to make sure that it's wise on how we uh, set these more, and it's expansion of existing truck parking is what it is. And you've heard from truck drivers about uh, their concerns. I mean, yeah, Matt, if they're parked on Matt, the side of the road, they're probably asleep. And so if well, there's some sort of a, a collision, they're not going to be able to react right away. That is correct. They, they don't react. They, they're going to be in their sleeper cab. Um, and the, the, it's a constant fear for them if they had to pick a parking spot, like I'm sure these three did, that, you know, every, every few moments another vehicle is going by you, quite often a truck, now a bus, uh, then other cars. And so you're constantly setting in a vehicle that you're not seeing what's coming at you at any given time. So it is a threat, threat from that. It's also a threat, uh, threat if you're parked on some of the excluded areas, where we'd have had uh, uh, people robbed, uh, people killed, um, and and while while sitting there, if they're out and away. And so, why has this uh, legislation not not made it through? You know, uh, and do you I, expect a change now uh, that we've we've had this uh, tragedy? Yeah, I I I don't know why it hasn't been moved before. We were able to get uh, uh, the chairman, which was a Democrat uh, last year, uh, to finally realize because 
uh, we had the different groups, the, the trucking organizations, the safety organization, national safety organization, all of them finally explained it. All of a sudden he said, yeah, but it was so late in the year that we didn't get it. in. The, we got it in our markup, but it was too late for the Senate to take it up. That's why this year it's already in uh, the bills that we move forward with, uh, and, and we're hoping the Senate will take it up and, and that we will pass it very, very quickly, and our states will then reach out and become part of the process to make sure we get more spots out there. Stay with KMOX for the very latest on local news at the top of every hour and subscribe to all local St. Louis.